bringing this to synastry, um, which is we're trying to figure out how this how this stuff interacts. I mean, there's big fifth house energy in all of y'all's charts, and so that's something that <laughs> no Apple big hormones. Does. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. We did it. Get it out. And so you guys all have fifth house energy, Mecca. Um, so does that mean uh, we should just have giant orgies? Like yes, yeah, have no. giant orgies. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Perfect. we do when we meet up. No, I'm I'm aware that I want to abuse you in some way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware that I want to take it. (laughs) (laughs) The Big Hormone Enneagram. Hi, I'm John Lukovic, sexual self-pres, over the five wing, four, five, eight, trifix. Hi, I'm David Gray, self-pressed sexual, nine with one, nine, seven, four, trifix. What up, it's Emika, I'm an eight wing seven, sexual self-pressed with eight, five, four, fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy, I am a self-pressed social three, wing four, with a three, six, nine, trifix. If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe us on the Apple Podcast app, and if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review. Welcome back to the Big Hormone Enneagram Show. Uh, today we have my best friend or former best friend, Odenaka Ezekoli, astrologist and comedian, uh, here today to talk about compatibility, chemistry in um, astrological terms. And uh, so, welcome, Odie. Hey, what's up? How you guys doing? Glad to be here. You want to tell them about like uh, where they can find any of your uh, offerings and services? Yeah, yeah. Just hit up my website. Um, you know, hit, you can hit me on Instagram because my Instagram has uh, the fucking link in the bio. Um, uh, at Odinaka, O-D-I-N-A-K-A. At Odinaka. Let me say the way my people say it. Odinaka. Um, or Odinaka. O-D-I-N-A-K-A. Um, my website is uh, odinakaezakoli.com um, backslash astrologer. And I talk, tell my story and you see my offerings. Um, yeah, www.odenakaezakoli.com, backslash charger. Check out the IG page. It has the link in there, um, at Odenaka. Um, I want to add, though, that I did a session with Odie, and uh, it was incredible. Like, I'm, I, have a, I have a certain, like, or I had, let's say, a, a certain cynicism about astrology, and uh, it was, like, an amazing uh, reading. It was really useful and helpful. So I really recommend anybody that's on the fence about astrology or just wants the reading to check out Odie. Yeah. yeah, same here. Second, second Absolutely. Yeah. And even as his best friend, I've come a long way in terms of, you know, I've always been skeptical of the whole thing. I didn't really take it seriously until OD started really getting deep into it. And and even then, you still shat on it. I still, sh- you know, I shit <laughs> on everything. Yeah, I was going to say, shit's on everything. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, it's been really useful, actually useful, in, in just being able to actually use astrology and look at people's charts and see that, you know, there, this is some real shit that's happening. And especially when it comes to chemistry, that's been really eye-opening to see some of the, you know, sometimes you're just wondering, like, why the fuck do I have this strong chemistry with this person? Like, what's going on? And so astrology does have some answers. And I hopefully uh, in this call, we uncover some of that. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes when, you know, you're with somebody and it's like, Yo, why does this motherfucker bother me? What is up with that? And Sinistry can talk to that. So it can also point to, like, why we butt heads with certain people as well. Um, I'm really curious about people's Mars stories. I'm really curious if anybody has hooked up with somebody who has the same element 
or same sign Mars, and it was a bad experience because I'm looking for outliers. Just to, just to see, I, I'm just, if anybody like, I don't know, uh, maybe you can post it in the Enneagram group or like DM me on Instagram. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about that. Or if you had great experiences, I'm curious about that too. I'm looking for like, I'm just trying to refine my idea of how Mars works in the real world. Because um, I, I, I currently believe when you got Mars in the same element, when it comes to physical attraction, sexual, sexuality, sexual preferences, you guys might speak the same language. And if it's the same sign, the same element, you're really flowing. And if it's not, you might have to work a little bit more to get on the same page. So if you've had great or bad sex with someone who has the same <laughs> Mars sign, you need to hit up OD today. And he wants to hear detail. <laughs> if you've ever had sex, just uh, hit up OD just, and just send him the story, you know, with a video, preferably. <laughs> yes, definitely video submissions. I'll be taking those on this <laughs> for free. <laughs> looking for Mars sex tape. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, and you know what? He'll like he'll do some chart shit and send him that video, and he'll read your chart. Great. I'm like, oh, you, you're doing this angle because you're rising sign. Why would you try mm, yeah. this? Yeah. Coming, and why don't coming you from film behind. that too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that astrology will catch on immediately if you're giving pointers. Sex yeah, tapes. Astrology really? sex tapes. Oh my god. So we're doing how to pick up chicks in bars with astrology. Is that what we're yes. Doing? <laughs> yeah, That's how a... to guess their signs so that they're like, oh my god, you know me. Well, I had a conversation with OD uh a couple weeks ago where he had said that he was wondering if there was a thing with the Mars placements around uh, people you were sexually compatible with. If you had the same sign in, in your Mars position or aspect with someone, if that suggested that you guys had like um, sexual chemistry. And so he wanted me to look at my, the charts of all my exes to see if that was the case. And I had, I did have one ex who was a Virgo Mars and Venus Mars, and it was really good. And so he just kept asking me if, you know, if it was like the same sign or like the same element that there would be some sexual chemistry. And so I want to have a conversation about like all the different, you know, his viewpoint of uh, astrological compatibility, because there's a couple of them that he's sort of thrown my way that he sort of uh, uses. I mean, anytime I show him an X, he'll, he'll like point out like a couple of things. So I want to do a call, you know, to talk about all that kind of shit. Um, what I'm talking about with just Mars stuff, this is like really basic sinistry. It's like, yo, is are you are you guys water Marses? Are you Earth Marses? Are you um, you know are you Air Marses? Technically, going to be some more flow. If you're both the same sign, like y'all might y'all might really hit it off just on some like animal attraction shit. Not like, um, and I'm and I'm assuming like you know you already know like I mean there's a lot of stuff we could look at, but. This question, I was really just thinking about sex. I mean, I was really like isolating, like, yo, if I if I had two seconds to look at your chart and I want to think if the sex was good, or, or if there would, let me not say sex was good. I want to say that, but like maybe you guys could really easily, like, you guys speak the same language in terms of physical attraction. How about that? I have this idea that um, Mars in the same element and Mar or, or the same exact sign would really have a nice flow. I don't know if it would be a long-term thing, but it's just like an idea that this is an idea that I had based on like looking at my past partners. And then as I said, Michael, like, oh, let me see yours. And I was like, asking like anybody who like, hey, tell me about who's open to tell me about like people you've hooked up with. And I, I guess if, 
I was, I'm looking for like, well, if this, if this is not true, I'm looking for like, were you with somebody who like, are you both, both Earth Marses and it was just like terrible? Like, or, you know, or if you guys are both like, cause then now like, oh, okay, well then that's, maybe this doesn't work or maybe this, but I've, from the little small sample size I've asked, um, people who had the Marses in the same element, it seems, it seems to be really flowy. You said a term that people don't know uh, probably don't know what it means. You said synastry. So that is that the field of... Um, oh, yeah. Synastry is just relationship chemistry in astrology. Like overlapping like, okay. charts. Yeah, yeah. Overlap, yes, overlapping charts. And there's a whole bunch of different ways you could do it. Like, I mean, the base... So it's a whole like, thing. Yeah, so it's a whole thing. And there's so many different ways of synastry. So I would just like... I mean, there's so many... You could spin that thing around and look at so, many diff- so much different shit. I was just like... I was just thinking about... I just was curious about Mars uh, so and sex. Yeah. I've got a question. So okay. I, I get why you're focusing on Mars, but also sort of traditionally uh, in the romance space, I would assume some astrologers look at Venus compatibility. Oh. Can you talk about the why of why you're doing Mars as opposed to Venus or, you know, can you include, you know, including Venus and whatever? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm really dumbing this down. Like, not dumbing down. I'm just, I'm really being, like, super laser focused. I was just thinking about sex. I just, I would just, you know, what? Right. to be honest, one day I saw somebody tweet about, like, oh, you know what? If somebody says sex is trash, maybe your Mars is off. And I was like, and I was like, man, I wonder if some of my, like, worst hookups was, like, a Mars mishap. And so I, mm. I and so then I looked at, I, like, spent all night looking up all, everybody I've ever been with, all my, all my, all my partners, finding birthdays, looking it up. And I was like, oh, wow, some of my most flowing sexual experiences where it just seemed like it just happened and we just like, it was just effortless, you know? Like we were just like on the same page, like whatever. Um, we had, I'm a Mars and Scorpio. It was, they were all water Marses. Um, and some, and like I've had people I've been with and they're like literally told other friends like, yo, that nigga trash. Like, don't fuck that dude, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and so, but, and, and so, and I look like, oh, oh, you know what? They had an Earth. They had a there's Mars and Capricorn, Mars and Scorpio, which is not a which is not a mismatch. They sextile, but it just wasn't like this like effortless flowy thing. And so I noticed this pattern in myself. And so then I was like, oh, let me ask Emeka. Let me ask other people. So I, this is just like a pattern I noticed. I was just isolating sex. This is not like about relationship compatibility. This is not about like this is not like the entire thing. I just was talking. Of, I just happened to have a conversation about sex. This is not like the bone marrow of relationship astrology venus definitely has a lot to say and i feel like if you have um because also like um like my partner now me my me and my partner our mars is square like uh she's a mars uh she's a mars and leo i'm a mars and scorpio she's got the fire mars i have a water mars and they're 90 degrees away from each other square so it's technically a tense relationship um so you could say like oh there's no chemistry here or, or but then we have like that uh you could say there's there's no like this raw sexual thing here but it's like but also squares whole things together. Like, so over time, if you guys, if you have enough other things in your chart that point to um, easiness, flowiness, you can actually work it out. Like our Mercury's, our Mercury's are compatible. Our Venus is like all these other things. So if you really want to go in, you definitely need to look at more than Mars. Um, I was really, really isolating this one thing for this one idea that I had. And I didn't know that I'd be talking about it, uh, <laughs> defending it like it's the thesis. But yeah, this is what I was thinking about. Yeah. Does that answer your question, Devin? Well, to the degree that Venus, I mean, you might have a different or, or I don't know, have some different ideas about what Venus is. But to me, Venus is partly about attraction, isn't it? 
Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And Venus, uh, yeah, absolutely. So that could be, that, that's another thing. Like, you guys have, if your Venuses are aspecting in some way, if they're like, if, it, it's the same kind of thing. Like, if your Venuses are in the same element, um, that attraction, the, the, the things that you like, your sense of taste, all that's going to be flowy too. I mean, this, that, mm -hmm. this, um, this idea of being in the same element is going to lend itself to a kind of natural chemistry. And so, of course, if you have compatible Venuses and compatible Mars, I mean, game over. That's like super, super hell fucking yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I had a relationship that was, it was dysfunctional for other reasons, but the thing that was really compelling about it was that I really did wish that it worked because there were some really cool things in, sort of in terms of our dynamic, in terms of uh, just being comfortable with each other. She was a social stuff press three and um, checked out her chart. And she, I have Virgo in Venus and Mars. And she has Virgo in Venus and Mars, and she's a Virgo. And, um, and so it, it was kind of interesting to see. And the, the other thing that, that popped up in the charts of my exes is that I have a lot of exes who have the same sign in both their Venus and Mars. And OD, you had something to say about that, about like someone who has the same sign in Venus and Mars. Yes, because I remember that relationship in particular. Like, you guys, that's why I was, yeah, because you guys weren't in particular compatible. You guys didn't actually, like, overall, y'all weren't really fucking with each other, and y'all didn't really want the same things. But in terms of um, this kind of, like, flowing kind of attraction, like, sex, it just seemed like it was very, like, uh, it seemed like the, the sex was really easy for y'all. Yeah. Um, from, from what you were describing. And I was like, oh, that's interesting, because with this idea in my head, if you guys have the same if your if the elements of yeah of your Mars and yeah and it are the same, then it's going to be flowy. And then you had Venus, of course, even more so. Um, and that was so the only thing that was good about it is the the attraction was there and the sex was there, but like everything else was like, you know. But I mean, if I was doing a if if we were like looking if we were doing a reading for somebody, like you were actually like trying to figure out like. Well, how does this relationship work? You're not thinking, you're thinking about more than sex. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, not me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you wanted to get, like, I mean, one thing that I'm I, kidding. A, a lot of, a lot of, sure. Because, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm better than that. What right? else is? Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, a lot, a lot of astrologers don't look at the nodes, but I, 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 the nodes are really fascinating in terms of like this overall. Thing. Like, you know, you have the note, the, the north node, the south node, you know, the, um, uh, the, you know, we're on, we're on elliptic, the moon's on elliptic, the sun's, you know, we're all like running around the sun and the, the points where those, uh, where those ellipses intersect, um, is, are the nodes, the north and south node of the moon in particular. Um, and that can really say something, the nodes say something about like your karmic, purpose like what you're here to do over the course of many lifetimes or like what, what what would be what would feel fulfilling for you now and also what your past life felt like the emotional resonance of your past life the shit that you went through um and so when you put that shit when you put the north node what you're here to do and um along with someone else's north node you can really laser in on what this person is here to teach you and so like nancy we can look at your partner's north node and where it falls in your house and that's going to say something about what this what this person is here to teach you. Conversely, we can look at your partner's south node and where it falls in your house, and it can tell us what they're not here to teach you and where <laughs> um, you guys might bump heads and where he might be like, you know, yeah, you're talking about this area of life. I don't really give a fuck about it. And it's like, <laughs> and it's, 
And it might not even be conscious. It might not even be like he's like overtly trying to dunk on you. He's just like on the South Node. It's like, it's like I don't, I've just been there, done that. I'm not trying to do that anymore in this life. I've mm -hmm. done that so many fucking times. And so that is like one of the first things I look at if I'm looking at two people's charts. Like, oh, what is this person here to teach you? Because chances are, where their North Node is, you might feel a sense of expansion when you guys are in this area of life. And where their South Node is, it, it's the opposite. It might feel like, ugh. It's just not working, especially if there's any like other planets touching that south node. It can really get, that's that's when you will really really notice that. Um, did what I just said make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There was one time, the last time that I I asked Od about um, chemistry was you know when I was doing messing around with that sexual three. Uh, I'd sent him her chart, and he pointed at to this North Node, South Node stuff. But there wasn't something else. There was like three things I think you pointed out that really painted a really good picture in terms of the chemistry uh, dynamics that were going on. And there was another one that you pointed out that talked about like what my ideal for a long-term relationship uh, is. There's a certain aspect of my chart that talks to that uh, is about that. And because I'd mentioned to him that I have this thing where I always end up with fire signs. Like I always attract fire signs, you know, romantically, like Aries for is like so common, like what the fuck is going on? And so he looked at, up this part of the chart that has to do with long-term relationships and it's an Aries. <laughs> and so that was a huge aha. And so, you know, I don't know if or do you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's, um, I mean, like, there's a lot of different ways we can spin this industry around, yeah. But but this one is, um, this one's really dope. Uh, this is Juno. It's an asteroid that uh, a lot of people don't work with the asteroids, but it's becoming more popular because there's just so many of them. But Juno is one of the bigger ones. And Juno is the partnership asteroid. And it's, it works for all kinds of partnerships. But, like, you know, if, you, if you're going to be with somebody over a long time, uh, Juno says something about it. I mean, for a case in point, me and Emeka are best friends. I'm in Aries. Emeka has Juno in Aries. You know, there's something about, like, we clicked immediately right um and mm -hmm. so it can work romantically and also just like on some friendship but what the sign and house of your juno speak to what you were looking for in your long-term partners those qualities and also the qualities you might need to honor in your long-term relationships um as well for yourself and not look to project that onto the other person because you might get frustrated like say so my god you know in aries there is something um I'm like, I need to take independent, bold action in his relationships. But if you're looking for the other person to do that for you, like if you have a yes. habit of looking to the person, you might get frustrated. Juno is definitely one of the, like the big things to look at if you're looking like for long-term compatibility. There's all these, so you take all these factors in, like, you know, Venus is like, what am I attracted? Venus is like baseline attraction, like what I'm, what I'm into, so what, I, what I value, what my taste is like, what I think is cute. Um, Mars is, I'm gonna go get that shit. Like, let's go. Uh, Mars is how we take action together. Like, yo, can we take action together? Like, I mean, I mentioned the elements for sex, but like, you know, if your Mars is sextile, if they're two signs away, there's no way of putting up their 60 degrees away. That's the literal way of doing it. You know, you might work really well together. Like I mentioned somebody with a Mars and Capricorn that I was with, you know, conversation, hanging out, doing other projects, flowy. Sex, it was like, maybe if we'd had more time, like we could have actually figured out how we work, but like, so like Mars is like how we how we do our thing both sexually and how we take action. Um, Juno is like what you really want to be with for decades. What you really want to be with over a long course. That's Juno. Um, and in the North Node is what 
um, can the North Node and the South Node can point to what we're contributing to the people that we're with and what they're contributing to us. And so you can put all these different things together uh, to make a bigger holistic picture. And that's just like, I mean, you know, that's, those are just a few things I mentioned. There's a lot of, there's some other things we can do to get more nitty gritty. I, I, maybe this is my, my, my sixth talk and I'm thinking of the, the, the other side of it is also when you have the big compatibility, when you, when you have like the easy floating thing, I mean, this is just basic astrology. This is like me being like a smudging. When you have the easy flowy thing, the great thing about it is that it is easy, flowy, and fast. Yeah. And the other thing about it is to be mindful of if it goes long term is how do you is is um keep the not fire letting going. It, yeah, keeping the fire going exactly exactly yeah, because yeah, it, yeah. because it, it can be so it can be so flowy that maybe we don't work towards it. And so that when we when we do encounter friction because there was no friction in the beginning, there was never you never learn how to get over that hump. So then it might feel like, well, fuck it, it's over, it's done. And it might not be done, it's just that you have to work, but you've never had to work before to keep it going. So the thing about like, maybe it might not be like the immediate thing, but it could be something that, um, if there's enough there, you know, you guys can figure out, oh, okay, well, I work like this and you work like this, and then you can, and then you can have still a great experience. Um, and you can keep it going for a while because you kind of know like, I'm gonna come in like this, I'm gonna come in like this. So it's just a different type of experience. Not that it should not happen. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, just in, in terms of just anytime I ask Ordi, he turned he tends to focus on these three areas. And I've gotten some really good, you know, information from him in terms of just getting it. Because I've looked at Synastry or whatever the hell you call it online, and it is a complicated mess. And so just the idea of being able to simplify it to a couple areas and to get a snapshot of okay, what what are the high level um, chemistry dynamics between our charts. And um, it's been really helpful because I mean, coming from the perspective of taking astrology more seriously over the last couple of years, if that's the case, then, you know, there's gotta be something to chemistry in the charts. Um, but being able to simplify that to a couple of things that you can sort of get uh, a pretty good idea from, you know, these three areas. Would y'all be able to uh, like take this from just like a total conceptual space and maybe like like talk about like M like I don't know if this would even work in uh, in how what you're describing, but like take Emica's chart or something like that and talk about the three factors and how that yeah, plays yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I think a great example would be great. Um, I mean, we can do it. We can maybe let's let's put all y'all's together and see where you guys have friction, where you guys. Oh, that'd be might. cool. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, um, do let's see that. Um, yeah, because, and yeah, to, to this point, like, there's friction everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you look at astrology compatibility, there's so many different things, and every astrologer has their own take, has their own experience, and so I like the nodes, I like Juno, um, Mars and Venus, I mean, the sun, the sun, moon rising, that's also a really easy way to check it out, you know, like, if, if my sun, moon rising is any part of your sun, moon rising, that's automatically a connection point, you know, that's, like, a really easy way, it's like, so... Fancy year cancer rising. Emeka's a cancer rising, you know? Bam, right there. Oh, um, cool. So the way, the rising sign is the way you move through the world. Um, the way you, um, it's your, it's like, a, it's your stained glass window. It's one way of putting it. Like the light of your sun and your moon are all coming through the stained glass window, which is your rising sign. Um, and, or wait, the way you approach things. And so having similar rising signs, it's just going to be, you guys are both moving in a similar way. And so that suggests ease. Quick question. Um, because you know these apps uh fucking have their own sort of compatibility programs and so what what has been your thought in terms of costar and, and the pattern and what they're doing with these uh 
compatibility thing. Messages that uh, they're saying. Who do you think is trash? Who do you think is good? Uh, CoStar is um, CoStar is uh, what CoStar is doing is the ele- this element I'm talking about. That is what CoStar is doing. when CoStar okay. gives you the frowny face or somebody. They're essentially saying, yeah, you guys, you guys don't have um, this sun isn't are in different elements, so you're trash. Your okay. uh, your moon's in different element. But the thing about it, it's too basic. It's too simplistic. It's like it's like it's not that simple, right? <laughs> There's so right. many different ways that you can interact and, and um, to interact with somebody. And so, I mean, CoStar overall is trash. You know what astrologer fucks with CoStar? CoStar is fucking, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's bullshit. They're just scrolling for screenshots. Um, uh, yeah, but the pattern really goes in. I still have not figured out what the pattern is yeah, doing. The like, pattern is fucking insane. Like yeah, some, I mean, some things it's predicted yeah. to the date. Yeah, the pattern actually- crazy. Yeah, the pattern. The pattern's actually looking. The pattern is looking at your north node. This thing I'm talking about. The pattern is looking at that. No other app is doing that, which is actually kind of shocking. That the pattern's doing that. The pattern is looking at patterns looking at shit like Chiron or Chiron is what people call it. The pattern's looking at um, um, not in relationship synergy, but the pattern is looking at a lot of different stuff. So the pattern's looking on a couple of different levels. It's pretty impressive what the pattern's doing. And they actually got a dating thing now. They're making you, you have to pay for it. But yeah, the, the, I, I find the pattern pretty intriguing. I actually had to delete it because I spent too much time trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> what what they're looking at because the thing about the patterns they don't tell you why they're doing yeah, yeah. it they're just saying like oh yeah you you and this person have a powerful connection I'm like why and i'm looking at everything in the chart and so yeah you don't but give the away their some some yeah. of the, they have these like cycles of time like that are dealing with like you know transitional phases or whatever that are happening in your life yep. and like I mean, some of them have been completely fucking accurate to the day like yeah. for me at least it's been yeah i had i had a great. transit called painful um painful healing and it was on the day that i started going to therapy the very day (laughs) and uh but i mean but it was like they were looking at my chiron was going over my son chiron the wounded healer was going over my son so like they called it but but this was before i was into astrology and i was like whoa what the fuck and i got sort of like oh that's what they were using so yeah they i mean yeah they're pretty good at looking at like transits that will be really impactful all that kind of shit me and Emma uh, are both uh, Mars Virgo, so we're great. Yeah. Great, so what does that mean? Bed. It's hard for me to imagine Mars Virgo. Yeah, so there's something, um, okay, like let's think of the way, there's a way you take action that wants to take in, um, that wants to put all these different pieces together and make them part of the larger whole. Um, yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 that has, and especially with David, David has all these outer planets that was Mars. So it's really transcendent the way this motherfucker is doing it. Like, it's not, it's like, um, um, yeah, it's almost like you can see a bird's eye view and then you see like, yeah, and that's where the forest goes and that's where the city is and this is the path that's going to go through. That's like the high end. And then the low end could be like, well, fuck, nothing is matching my grand vision and they can get really frustrating. Um, yeah, I, I have this thing of, I mean, as, as you all know, that of obsession of trying to solve the puzzle of attraction yeah. <laughs> and any, any fucking spiritual system I, I go to that's the first thing i fucking say can you do this can you figure can you help me figure out why people are fucking why 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 that's somebody so wants wants me uh and so it's there's an element of always like planning and putting things into place in the relationship attraction zone <laughs> yeah now that uh, y'all say that i see it completely but i i couldn't imagine it before <laughs> yeah, and then Amaka also has Venus in Virgo too and so that is gonna so his Mars and Venus are conjunct which is really powerful um really intense whenever you see people with um this is my uh, this is my take on when you have a Venus Mars conjunction it looks like Nancy you also have a Venus Mars conjunction um it's yeah and so 
you can tell me if this is matches your experience or not, Nancy. Um, people with Mars Venus conjunctions, um, so your attraction and your I'm gonna go get it are in the same place. So it can be very intense when these people want something. Um, it's almost like a laser beam, like a tractor beam. It's like, eh. and so um, people can, and so other people can either really be into that or also be like, yo, what the fuck? Why is this so intense? I'm gonna walk away. Um, and so it, with Venus, when you have Venus and Mars conjunct, there's something almost about like, maybe if you're like really overt, it might pull, it might push people away. But almost like if you're just like kind of doing your thing because you have this like powerful, this is like energy that you're putting out, people might just come to you kind of naturally. And then the house that those Venus and Mars are in can tell you what area of life you will be kind of attracting people to you. Yeah, uh, so what, what is Nancy's? What is Nancy's in? Okay, so Nancy, you have Venus and Mars in uh, Sag and Sagittarius, and it's in the fifth house. And so there's something about um, your expression. It, and it's not, there's some bleed in because Jupiter's in the sixth. Um, so it might be, it might, this might bleed into your work life, everyday routines as well. So fifth house is sex, fifth, fifth house is pleasure, fifth house is the. Sun, is the associated with Leo and the sun. And so, you know, playfulness, just telling a joke, singing a song, um, gambling, um, one night stands, like quick hookups. Not like we've been fucking for two weekends, you know, like mm -hmm. not like long-term kind of thing. That's all fifth house stuff. Mm -hmm. And so um, maybe if, if, anything, if you're doing anything that's engaging in your natural sense of play, and it could be like literal play or like, you know, maybe, um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe work is playful for you, or maybe some other, or maybe inner work is playful for you. You got Scorpio at the beginning of that cusp there, and you're Scorpio Sun in the fifth. Um, that might be how you naturally meet. Or because these are in Sag, uh, as you pursue um, truth, as you as you pursue like higher learning, anything that's like really interesting you, anything that's like um, foreign to the way you grew up, anything that's just like uh, like I'm gonna go for truth no matter where it takes me. I'm gonna figure out like if it's religion, if it's law, if it's education and that kind of shit, you might meet people in those kinds of ways, those kind of Sag kinds of ways as well. Mm -hmm. How does that sound? Does that, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Where, where's mine at? We're, talk about where everyone else is on the <laughs> yeah, podcast like, is. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> Let's do everybody's. I'm going to jump in on mine. My, my son and Venus are in fifth house. So that's why okay. I'm over. Oh, yeah, so all right, so bring, bring this to synastry, um, which is we're trying to figure out how this how this stuff interacts. I mean, there's big fifth house energy in all of y'all's charts, and so that's something that <laughs> no Apple big hormones. Does. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. We did it. it out. No, no, no app is going to tell you that. Hey, you guys have you guys both have this thing in the fifth house, and so that's going to like you know the fifth house. That's an that's an area. Every every house is an area of behavior, an area of life where you like if you have a lot of shit in any house. You probably want to do a lot of shit in that area. So you guys all have fifth house energy, Emeka. Um, so does that mean uh, we should just have giant orgies? Like yes, yeah, have giant cool. orgies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Perfect. we do when we meet up. Every time we meet up, some explosive true, shit yeah. happens. We always That's end true. up in someone's That's bed. Not a joke. <laughs> like no joke. <laughs> <laughs> shit That's is blowing up after we meet. Completely serious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you guys all have personal planets in the fifth house, except for um, John. John has Jupiter there, which is how you grow. Um, but yeah, yeah, all, all... yeah. <laughs> oh, what grows? Uh, hey, I wasn't gonna leave that alone, but I'm glad you guys picked it up. <laughs> Never leave it alone. Never leave it alone. So yeah, so that alone speaks to there, there, there's there is a certain level of playfulness, and even the way you guys are all approaching Enneagram is in a work. It's all you guys are all like emphasize like. 
yo, if this shit's not playful, if it's not fun, why the fuck are we doing it? You know, you guys always <laughs> yeah. shit on other podcasts who are not doing it. Like, why? These guys are boring. I don't care what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody um, got time. And so I think that 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 speaks to like, you know, this general kind of fifth house vibe. Yeah, we gotta start some like real like podcast battles with some other podcast, just like be just rival fucking enemies and rag on them. <laughs> we all don't the really time. even we don't even really have rivals, man. They're no so one's like, even you know, in our <laughs> class to rival us. <laughs> no, They're I know I was on I, our level. I was actually listening to the uh the instinct mating whatever that we did a couple days or a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I was like listening to it. I like I remember recording it. And it was like super casual, but then listening to it, I was like, "Damn, we got a good ass podcast." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, I was like, "This is pretty good." I'm I'm enjoying listening to this. I was there, and I'm still enjoying listening to it. Like there was one day I was bored, and I was like, "Ah, let me just you know." I was bored, and I was scrolling through the podcast page, and I listened to. I think I listened to the uh, Escape Mistyping Hell. And I got sucked in. I listened to the whole thing. I was like, oh, that no. was fun as fuck. That was good. Yeah, I know. They're all like, they're, it's a lot of fun. Like, <laughs> Ooh. No, here's something I just noticed on the, about the nodes, um, which is, it's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic that you have to have in pairs. So I talked about how the north node points to um, how you're growing and the south node points to um, like what you're kind of leaving behind. It's not that you're, yeah, you're, you're kind of leaving behind. Now, when your north node and south node interact with somebody else's north node and south node, like they're like kind of 69ing each other in the chart, that's uh-huh. like, that's, that can be like some really, that can be some really big karmic chemistry because it's like what hmm. this person is, like this person's south node is like, is um, kind of feeding the north node, this person's north node is feeding. Anyway, uh, so David, let me, let me give a real example. This is getting too out of hand. So David and Emeka <laughs> have this shit flipped. So they have the 69 thing. So like, um, Emeka's North Nodes in Gemini and South Nodes in Sag and David's North Nodes in Sag South Nodes in Gemini both hmm. at 14, 16 degrees they're really tied on top of each other and you guys met really like just randomly online That's, the North Node is karmic it's like what we hmm. bring in from past lives and where we're going and I, I know you guys met like you kind of met on, a, on an Enneagram form or something like that and you kind of immediately, mm-hmm. hit, it, immediately hit it off right? Right mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that that's that can speak to like um, when your nodes are interacting, or if anything's on your hmm. node. Like, um, it can really be like if somebody has any personal planets on your nodes, it can really be like some, especially in the North Node, it can be really karmic. But when they flip like that, um, it can be like really easy because it, it can be really easy because like what this person is leaving behind, they also can teach you about where you're going and what reciprocal and, and vice versa. Yes, reciprocal. Yeah, thank you for using English. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and John and Nancy have the same fucking thing. Um, hey. Yeah. So, yeah. So Nancy's um, North Node is in uh, Libra, and South Node in Aries, and John's North Node's in Aries, South Node in Libra. So again, we have this reciprocal energy going on. How the fuck? What are the odds you guys met up and did a pop? wow? <laughs> That's hilarious. And so wow. you have this reciprocal thing, and it's mutually. You want to get reciprocal, girl? Oh, yeah. I wanted to get reciprocal since day one. <laughs> Thought you'd never ask. <laughs> and so you guys can really boost each other up in the air. And then we can look at the houses where this is happening. We can get really specific about, we can get a little bit more specific about the areas you guys are helping each other out. And so uh, let's say John's um, Aries North Node is in Nancy's 10th house of career. Um, so we had the home career access with uh, John helping Nancy, and for Nancy and John, that's the um, 
the work, um, the work spirituality axis. John's North Nodes in the sixth, and uh, her, uh, his South Nodes in the twelfth, which is unconscious, um, unconscious emotions, spirituality, where we transcend, that kind of thing. So these areas for y'all uh, might be something that, and it's almost like with the nodes, we're not, you might not be consciously doing it, but like it, it could be indirect, but there's something about your overall soul journey. You guys are influencing these areas of life. If you were to like hang around each other long enough. Um, so, so Nancy's yeah. helping touch my spiritual back walls. <laughs> uh, just, yes, exactly. I'm just tickling those back yeah. walls. Just. <laughs> to the higher realms. That's really interesting. Like, I think mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's pretty. You mentioned that before, just in terms of the north and the south nodes. In ter- like, I think long term, that's pretty significant in, t- in terms of like uh, what you're, how someone might be influencing you. Exactly, because you could have some node shit go- popping off, but if they don't stay in your life long enough, you're not really, you might not really feel it, you know. But mm-hmm. like, the nodes are kind of more for significant relationships, or I mean, you know what? Let me not say that. <laughs> Let me not say that because significance and long term is not the same thing. Uh, uh-huh. Sometimes come in your life really quickly and fuck your shit up, and then say bye. I'm out. <laughs> and that can be some, and that can be some north node south node shit. Um, I was talking about Mars earlier, so let's say Mars is on your south node. All right, let's talk about that. If Mars is on. Let's say somebody's Mars is on your south node. It might be that um, they are. Um, you guys might have a really quick attraction. Because the way you fuck and the where like the way this person fucks and your south node is like, you know, your south node is kind of pulling in this Mars. This Mars like wants to, and it's like you guys kid it off immediately. But it can also flame out really quickly because once because your south node is in this area and it's like, okay, yeah, that was cool. But actually, you know what? I, I'm remembering now. I don't need this anymore because that's my south node. <laughs> and the Mars person is going to be burnt. They're going to be like, oh fuck, what the hell? There's this, this is powerful thing. It's almost like your south node on somebody else's planet suggests that you were not here to validate that area of life for this person. It's so like a real life example of this is Offset and Cardi B. Uh, Offset, Cardi B has Mars and Cancer and Offset has uh, South Node and Cancer. Her Mars is like really tight on his South Node. And, um, they have famously, Offset has cheated on Cardi B a lot of times, famously. Um, and so there's something about um, the way Cardi B is fucking and the way Offset is like living, like she's really attracted to that South Node. And the South Node's the more powerful one because it's been there so many times. It, it's the karmic one. And the Mars is like how I'm fucking in this life or what I'm attracted to or how I'm working in this life. And so there's something about the, the overall lesson uh, on an evolutionary level is um, that the Mars and cancer, the, the Mars and cancer person, Cardi B, has to learn how to validate her own uh, sexuality, her own way of moving through the world, her own way of taking action without looking to the South Node person to validate it. And so the South Node person on an unconscious level is kind of like not here for the way they're doing that area of life. In this case, it's Mars. It's fucking, um, because it's like, I, I, I might've like, you might've had a codependent relationship with, with this in the past life or it might've worked out. And so if I overly support you on this, um, it's like, I'm not paying the debt, right? I'm like, kind of like going to be like, push you to the side and you have to figure it out yourself. If you have awareness of this, you might be more kind about it. You, you wouldn't like um, do it in this unconscious way. You could actually be like, oh, you know what? My South Node's in here and, and, their, and their Mars is on my South Node. So maybe I should like um, be aware of that and not be a dick about it. Um, that's, that is a, that's another way that the, the nodes and the planets can interact. Um, was that too abstract? No, that was good. 
I know the optics of that might be kind of weird because also like I mean I don't know what their actual relationship is like and like you know I'm saying like hey yeah this woman needs to validate her sexuality anyway whatever you know what I'm not gonna open no this. don't yeah you don't need yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> um it, are there any other dynamics that you notice with our crew of people here besides fifth house and of course the north node south node pairing thing um you know i was looking for friction so i just i just did a whole rant about friction so south node david has south node and sag and nancy has sag planets so let's look at that um all right so david's south nodes in sag at 14 degrees and nancy has mars Oh, this is a this is a great example. It's Mars uh, at twelve degrees and Jupiter at seventeen degrees. So, David's South Node is not here for Nancy's Mars and Jupiter, per se. <laughs> and so, what does that the, mean? So and and so, um, all right. So David has South Node on the ascendant. So it's like David. The way David's past life history is like always around, um, and the way he walks the world. It's like it's just always there, showing up. Um, being on the ascendant, and that is going to be interacting with your Mars and your Jupiter. So basically, the way you, the the way you're taking action, if you got if you guys were fucking, uh, the way you're fucking, or Jupiter, your philosophy, the what your larger way of life, it might be that David might not always understand it. Um, it might be like, oh, you're like, oh, I have this bigger idea of, I have this bigger idea. This is the way I see things, and David's South Node and Sag is like, you know what, man, I've been self righteous in a past life. I've been talking about Sag, the negative side of Sag. Uh, I've been so fresh in the past life. I've been like really fundamentalist in the past and like the way that you're talking about this, I'm not really, um, I'm not really here for it. And he's not like, he's saying this consciously. It might just be like, you throw out an idea and he just like, just leaves he you on He stomps it down. <laughs> yeah, he just Because he does that to me constantly every <laughs> time we have a phone conversation. But actually? Yes. Wow! Holy fucking shit! It's so frustrating. <laughs> and so, okay, 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 okay. This is a, a real-life example of what I was saying between two people. Okay, but not just like some celebrities. And celebrities. And so, um, what, what about our sex life, me and Nancy? <laughs> yeah, how would so, it be? I'm, tell me about that. Also, so our sex life is, is kind of like. It's, so it's like it, it might be that like you know it might be like Nancy's like really turned on by David. Like Nancy's like, oh man, there's something about this guy like I've known yeah. him before. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I wouldn't deny that. <laughs> but and then David's and then David might also be attractive because David's like, yeah, wait, wait, have you have you met before? Is there something here? And then let's and let's say like y'all met y'all like y'all and y'all do the thing y'all y'all have this y'all have a tryst or whatever. And then it's like you know y'all do this like maybe two three weekends maybe six months who knows? And then it's eventually it's like you get in a rut and it's like this thing that used to be really explosive is now kind of like all right, so what next? Uh, anything with <laughs> the game on or whatever? And it's it's just like it. it, it, it I can work it, with it, that. That's fine. <laughs> 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 um, and, and the cold shoulder would most likely be coming from the South Node person, which would be David, um, because he's been there before. Because it's oh, on his South Node. That wouldn't be okay. It's got to come. <laughs> Done it all. Um, I mean, this is, this is broadly stereotypically. I'm just isolating these two points. That's how. That's sure. that's how it will go. Or let's say, I mean, um, so Nancy has Mars and Jupiter together. So the so the what turns Nancy on is a worldview. Jupiter is a philosophy, is something. Um, and so maybe mm. there is, um, let's say, let's say if it's not sex, if it's just like, um, if, if Dave is like constantly shitting on Nancy's worldview on a subtle level, it might not even be overt, it might be really subtle. Nancy could be like really hurt by that and be like, yo, what the fuck? What is, why is this going on? It might not even realize it's happening, but just senses it. 
um, th the practical thing for here is like, oh, well, this person's south node is on my Jupiter, so they're not here for my worldview. They don't fucking get it. And mm -hmm. so I don't need to look to them to validate my worldview. There are other people I can validate my worldview. There are other people um, that can see this part of me, or I can just get it from myself. I don't need it from this person. Um, and so it's, it can help you like navigate that friction point. And then for David, he'd be like, oh man, I'm always shitting on their worldview um, because I've been there before. Now I can be a little bit more aware of this and not be so like um, subconsciously mean about it. Um, no, that's yeah, David. Mean. You're gonna stay mean. <laughs> <laughs> you can be overtly mean. You can be aware that you're being. He's mean. always overtly mean. <laughs> um, does that? Uh, did that? Did, how, did, how did that sound? Did yeah. That, um, yeah, yeah, that was good. That's yeah. that's pretty juicy. Yes, so, David, juicy. let me let me see. Do you know that you always shit on my worldview? Are you aware of that? I am not. Oh, well, but, you should become aware but, of that. He's not even aware of himself <laughs> as an as an it's even like oh me, little old me. <laughs> what? I did I what? I say words <laughs> and you hear them? Things are just happening. It's there's not a trip to him just exists in, 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 no, in a space. I, I I no, I'm I'm aware that I want to abuse you in some way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware that I want to take it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome oh, man, to our podcast. Good podcast. Yes. <laughs> that should be Anybody's wondering why we're the best podcast in the world? That's this one. <laughs> oh, so moving on. Uh, for Mecca and John, uh, so Mecca um, has Juno, part of the long-term partnership asteroid in Aries, and John has the North Node in Aries. Uh, and so they're not like really close together. Like your John's North Node's at 13 degrees Aries, and uh, Mecca's. Juno is at 27 degrees area. So there's a, there's a bit of a gap there, but they're in the same sign. And so there is something that, that suggests that there's this overall, like, kind of, um, I mean, Juno and Aries, Juno and the North Node together suggest, like, a, um, that's, that's pretty good chemistry for a long term partnership, for a long term friendship. Um, uh, yeah. Seneca and I are soulmates. Um, yeah, we already knew yes. this. Yeah. We already knew this. <laughs> You're my best friend, Seneca is my soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What about what Nancy, about twin twin flame? Yeah, Nancy's my twin flame. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We're gonna keep adding these kind of like meaningless descriptors on to different people. <laughs> Getting elemental. Um, John has Venus in Taurus. Emeka has Venus in Virgo. Um, I got Venus in uh, Sag. Oh yeah, you got Venus in Sag. I, and I Nancy, got Venus Nancy in got Taurus. Yeah, and so Mecca and yeah, so Mecca David, y'all Venus, the tastes are both in Earth elements. So there's there is um there's an yeah. easy affinity there, but like between your tastes, like what you think is dope, what we, they think we is like, dope. We like asses. Yeah, we're both dearth bags. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is like uh your taste uh like you know when we were all hanging out in New York, uh I was on mushrooms of course, but like we were we were laughing about y'all's princess fixes with the four with three wing fix. <laughs> And and there was like like the reason it was so funny was realizing like you guys are both like very specifically picky in a four with three kind of like everything's disgusting way like everything's like ew <laughs> you know and I was like like I think I remember laughing me like you guys are such princesses ha ha but it was like because I was seeing that like like nitpicky kind of thing you guys have yeah it's Some weird for yeah you know, just a bit <laughs> social last body types you know just like actually like they're kind of uh messes generally but yeah but you guys really... have this very precise picky side mm -hmm. to you that you both share that's like refinement kind of thing 
Yeah. yeah. Like good food, you know, like quality stuff, it seems like. And some of that's Virgo, I think, right? Yeah. Refined, yeah. Partly, yeah. Refined earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That that that's that sounds that sounds like that to me too. Uh oh yeah, you said yeah, Venus is, John has Venus and Sag and Nancy has Venus and Sag. And so that's like wow. That's another like just flowy little connection in terms of like, yeah, same thing, taste, what we like. Um, you know, I know John's very into esoteric philosophies, loves that shit. And um uh I mean, yeah, and Nancy also, I mean, I mean Enneagram is also kind of in that bag, but um mm-hmm. Venus your Venus is in the same sign that like points to some flowiness. We're also kind of both hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? You? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, me and David don't really fuck with getting attention. Well, not like, hey, come check out this thing that I'm doing. I, I don't really like doing that shit. But John and uh, Nancy are definitely. Much yeah, we're all like, about it. Like, turn on oh. Pony. Turn yeah, on Pony and, then, and it'll just yeah. uh, <laughs> ruin everything. First on the oh. dance floor, shaking oh. our asses <laughs> on oh, each other. <laughs> Oh, that's and then I mean that's that's very fire sign Mars Venus too because like John your mm. your Mars is in Aries, um, Nancy's Mars is in, in Sag, but having fire sign um, Mars Venus definitely like you know it's it can be a show it's the spark it's, it's the a fire show. it's the flame. I have to run. say dancing with John best dancing ever. It's good, <laughs> and I it's dance good. with a lot of boys <laughs> and girls. Energetic yeah, this boy, it's another thing. It's, hey. it's a whole another world. <laughs> hey. It's different well, from all the other boys. Yeah, I'm not mm. like other boys. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I personally think dancing is a great way of gauging chemistry, and oh, yeah. I think coming back to my my Mars idea. Um, I mean, it's not like I didn't come up with this. I'm sure other people have said this shit before. It's not like I'm, this is a unique copyright idea, but having Mars in the same element can speak to um, good sex, good physical chemistry. You guys dance well. That's it. Yeah, immediate indicator. You guys both have fireside Mars. Um, and so that's, that's, that's one way of seeing this in action. Hmm. Big hormone. Mm-hmm. Big, Big hormone, hormone energy. <laughs> Big hormone astrology. <laughs> <laughs> so what yeah. else? You talked about the Chiron nodes and oh no not Sharon Juno Juno the partnership asteroid okay um Mm. the nodes the north and south node um and uh and we and then Mars and Venus okay uh yeah Mars and Venus and then I mean and we I mean we could spin this wheel around all day so I mean we can get it we haven't even gotten to the houses you know this is uh, we haven't gotten to the houses and because that's like a whole nother bag this is like a good snapshot for anyone who's like looking yeah. at their charts and their partners charts to kind of have an idea of okay what what are we working with right yeah and and you don't need the birth time for what we're yeah. talking about right now we've talked about a lot and i mean i mentioned y'all's having this fifth house connection but i mean we did a lot without just looking at the elements and the and the placements and the nodes and where they were falling and that can gave that gave us so much information um and so you don't like you can just know somebody's birthday and their year and get a lot out of that without like without the birth time when you're looking at um synastry, how we relate. Do we have do we have chemistry? Where is our friction points? Cool. Wait, no, John, you're a cap, you're a cap moon. And you have Juno and Capricorn. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. You sent me Ooh. you sent me a chart, a whole extended chart thing with like all the asteroids. See, oh. that explains yeah. why the second I met John, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all both flames. have Juno and Capricorn. So that's really big. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. That's yeah. Damn, how did I miss that? Okay, cool. <laughs> what uh, about uh, Juno in Aquarius? That's what I've got. What does that mean? So Juno Aquarius, I mean, so that's um, Aquarian vibes in the Juno. That's, um, I mean, yeah, you're just looking for people who are do who are being themselves unapologetically. Um, it could be that you want to, it could be that you're, attra- it could be like really simple, like 
you're looking for Aquarius folks, you know, you're looking for Aquarians, mm -hmm. like Aquarius rising, Aquari or, but it also could mean that you're looking for people who live an Aquarius life. What is an Aquarius life is people who live, who are unapologetically themselves, who let the freak flags fly, David Bowie, Grace Jones type energy. Um, mm -hmm. um, people who are like, yo, I'm doing this regardless of what anybody fucking says. Um, mm -hmm. That's, um, it could be like, you're looking for that kind of archetype. You're kind of attracted to that. And also that yeah. in your relationships, you also have to do that for yourself. Like you're not looking to like, um, I guess I project that onto your partner. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you do whatever you want while I come, while I'm over here and I conform. Like, um, I'm attracted to this, and I also need to do this for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, another way I could see that being is that you have very unique relationships. Um, your long-term partnerships are not, uh, are, they're not run-of-the-mill. You might have an arrangement that people, other people are like, yo, what the fuck? That's, that's what y'all do? Really? And it's like, hey, it works for <laughs> us, man. That's our I've thing. Got some arrangements. <laughs> got some arrangements. <laughs> arrangements right. had. <laughs> Check. <laughs> yeah. Uh, funny. Uh, I'm an Aquarius, so that means that I'm uh, a twin uh, shame. Twin, twin shame, shame with me shame. and John. <laughs> uh, yeah, and your your son's at seven degrees, and um, David's uh, Juno's at twelve degrees Aquarius, and so they they are really close together. So that's 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 going to be an easy slam dunk kind of partnership. Right there. <laughs> yeah, we have. They, they already did. Oh, oh okay. Like, I'm sorry. I, I watched. It. <laughs> Damn it! Come on, guys. At least at least Facetime me. It will next time. Okay, good. I expect it to uh, be on FaceTime. All right. Um, <laughs> anything else? <laughs> I feel like, all right. I feel like I've done like, my. Okay. I've done my dog and pony show. Like, well. <laughs> <laughs> no. This was cool. fun. Yeah, this is really fun. I always yeah. love having having Obi on here. So thanks for being. Yeah, this needs to be a regular thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's cool to like actually see this in practice. All right. I, I gotta go, but it was great uh, hanging virtually with you, Ken Obi. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. It's great talking. Great talking to you, John. Great talking to all y'all. All right. I'm going to go. Okay, Later. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs> Later. Are you ready now? Do you really want the night to end? Only when I've been counting the hours here waiting for you. Are you ready now?